Pack Watch episode 27. We took a hiatus. It was a two-week hiatus. Yeah, we spent two weeks trying to fix Zach's software. No, so. okay, yeah, basically. Um, but we're back. March Madness Selection Sundays today. A lot of trades in the NFL just happened. You know, 20 minutes ago, the Dolphins just acquired Jalen Ramsey for a bag of bricks. I'm excited. Um, the Panthers. Uh, you want to talk about that, Jack? They, they made a move. They made a move. Yeah, we could call it that. I don't know how I feel about it. Are we um, getting into that immediately? Or are we? We're gonna. I'm gonna talk first about. Um, give give us give the viewers or the listeners the rundown real quick. We're gonna talk about those two trades and then March Madness. So like, yeah, we can get straight into the Panthers trade if we want to. Um, yeah. Um, two firsts, two seconds, and DJ Moore for the number one overall pick. So for Bryce Young, if they pick CJ Stroud, this will be the biggest fleece in NFL history. But they won't. They're gonna go with Bryce Young. I think. What do you think, Jack? Well, you know, the betting favorite, we don't gamble around here, but yeah. if we did, the betting favorite is C.J. Stroud um, to go first overall, and I would probably hate that. I'm, I'm a Bryce Young supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the trade, if, you know, it it's all depends on how this quarterback turns out. Because yeah. if, if this guy's a bust, then it's going to be like the worst trade of all time. But if it's... I mean, who's he going to throw the ball to? Terrence Marshall? I mean, no, you can you could probably get a solid receiving core together. Um, between now and the start of the season, mm-hmm. um, we still have a second round pick from the Christian McCaffrey trade. Um, so we'll probably spend that on receiver. There are a couple good second round receivers yeah. available, um, and we can probably sign somebody, you know, an Adam Thielen or probably an OBJ. But we did go to his workout, so big deal, big deal. Um, you know, it wasn't my preferred option. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little expensive. Losing DJ Moore hurts. Um, but we don't I, gotta say free DJ Moore anymore. No, We're no. going to next season yeah. when the Bears suck. But um, you know, at least this team is done with the bridge quarterback. Yeah, they're going all in cycle. They're yeah. At least they're making a move and not you know trying to you know get a stopgap for the position, which I like. So you can't really get like grade this trade until a couple years down the line when DJ Moore is catching 400 yards a season because Justin Fields is a bum. <laughs> Yeah, I mean losing Justin or losing DJ Moore is a huge, like, a huge loss for the Panthers. But if the quarterback they select first overall is good, then this could be a fair trade down the line. Mm-hmm. Now for the Bears, what does this mean? You know, I don't think the Bears are going to be that. I don't think they're going to be good at all. I mean, they they're going to go from three wins to six wins, maybe in my opinion, maybe seven. Their defense really isn't good. Um, Justin Fields is still working some stuff out, I think. Having DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Moody to throw to is definitely going to help, but I don't know. That's not going to make him a Pro Bowl quarterback right now, correct? Uh, you know, I, I'm believe it or not, I'm actually a big Justin Fields believer. Okay. Um, I think DJ Moore will help, but that offensive line is still rough. really rough. Yeah, and it's not like there are that many great offensive line options in free agency, and if you draft an offensive lineman, there's going to be growing pains. So the, I don't think the team's going to be, the offense at least, is not going to be good next year, even if they have a bunch of young talent, um, plus the defense already not good. So I think the Bears' outlook is just, you know, they're going to have, I mean, they've got to nail these picks pretty much. Yeah, basically. That's how it's going to go for them. Um, so if you had to grade the picks for the Panthers, or grade the trade, my fault, for the Panthers, what are you giving it? Um, at the moment, yeah, a C plus. I have it at a C plus too, and and for the Bears, I have it at a, a B plus. 
Yeah, B-plus is fair. I think it was a good trade for them. Now, another trade just happened 20 minutes ago was the Miami Dolphins acquired Jalen Ramsey for Hunter Long and a third-round pick. In my opinion, this is a complete fleece. Now, I know you have some ifs about how good Jalen Ramsey is now. and I mean, I do too, but a third-round pick and a third-string tight end really doesn't doesn't affect the, the Dolphins that much, I don't think. I don't I don't think fleece is the right word, just based off Jan Ranch's value. I mean, okay. he's he's an older corner on a massive contract. Um, who, okay. Who had a, I mean, he was solid last year. He wasn't some bum, but like yeah. Um, he wasn't the top one corner he was in years prior. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a fine trade. I mean, going for from Byron Jones to it's to Jalen Ramsey's huge. That's a good move for the Dolphins. Um, I mean, they're a really talented team, of course. Um, it's, I mean, it's a good move for both sides. The Rams get draft capital back. Yeah, I think um, they probably could have gotten a little more, maybe a second-round pick, but, but they, they're blowing up their team. Jalen Ramsey wants to leave. So, yeah, I think that's, that's the right move on their end. It sucks, but it's the right move. And then who, who threw in Hunter Long? Like, I, I didn't know that. Les Snead or Chris Greer were even aware that Hunter Long existed. So <laughs> Yeah, it was a third-round draft pick from the Dolphins in 2021. Uh, he hasn't done anything, but they wanted him, so you can have him. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to give this an A. I'm going to give this an A for the Dolphins. I'm, or an I'll, A-. minus. I'm going to give it an A- for the I'll Dolphins. I'll give it a B just because if it doesn't work out, that's a big contract. I mean, you can rest- I think they're going to restructure his I mean, re- I'm gonna restructuring, you got to still pay the man you know yeah but restructuring like restructuring doesn't make sense to me in the nfl still um you know they restructured tyree kills contract so he was his base salary was a million dollars and his signing bonus was 24 million dollars and because of that the cap hit was only a million which kind of doesn't make sense to me but you know we're not getting into the financial aspects of the sport right now i don't think that'd be smart of us no we don't know enough no but um yeah, I think it depends. If Jalen Ramsey plays well, I mean, this is like this is obviously a good pickup for the Dolphins, considering they they're going to Byron Jones just retired from the NFL, um, so and Xavier Howard, you know, being banged up a lot, and so I think this is a good trade. I'll give it a I'll give it a, a B minus for the Rams though, because I think they could have gotten a second round pick. Um, I'll give it a B. I mean, for the Rams, it's I mean, a third round pick is pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. Um. It's of course considering you traded for him like three years ago, like two first round picks. Yeah. To this, um, you want to. You got your though. ring. You want a Super Bowl. I so think you have to say that the Rams have been successful, mm-hmm. even though they completely blew up their future and have zero future. But but they won the ring, so that's all that matters. So those are the two big trades. I mean, we're let's let's talk about the Saints. Derek Carr to the Saints, real quick. What do you think? I think it puts the Saints as the front runners in the NFC South. That's so sad. Um, however, good that actually is is. is but like, here's the thing. Okay. I'm. Don't say it. Don't say the Panthers are winning the division. No, I'm, I'm okay, not gonna okay. say it. But like, you know, Derek Carr last year. Who did he have on his offense? Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Darren Waller for half a season. Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. And Hunter Renfro. Those are like three of the best players at their position. And he played bad. And he was a bum. So what is he going to do? And Chris it was, It's not like the Saints offensive line 
I mean, having a, Alvin Kamara is a big deal. But yeah, Josh Jacobs. That I is mean, true. I mean, I don't know how much better this this team's gonna be. Yeah. Than the Raiders were, and I don't think they have a better offensive coach. Dennis Allen is not a better coach than mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels. I just, I mean, the Raiders lost a lot of close games last year. The Saints, you know, were a couple wins away from the playoffs, so I they could probably. Sneak in. Sneak in as the NFC South winner, like, eight wins or nine Which wins. isn't a, impressive, by the way. But it's just not a move that, like, makes me think the Saints are some sort of contender. And it, it kind of just pushes, like, it, it, like, pushes their potential to compete down, like, okay. a few more years, because they've got to deal with that contract. So, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm not very excited by this move. Um, You'd rather have Jameis Winston, who, who's still on the team, by the I'd way. I'd rather blow it up if I was a Saints fan. I mean, yeah, it's hard to blow it up when you have that much talent, though. You have a lot of talent. But how much talent? I mean, you have Alvin Kamara, who's going to be in prison. <laughs> you have... Michael Thomas, who is... Uh, a bum. A Anthony Day-to-Day Davis type player. Type I mean, comp. You have Chris Olave, who's... Who's good. I mean, you've got, like, an old offensive line, and then defensively, old, you have deep. old Cam Jordan, old Demario Davis, young Marshawn Lattimore, old Tyron Matthew... I mean, you have talent, but it's that talent. I mean, it's hard to blow up your team when for these when you have these old guys because they're not going to give you that much value in return. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather keep a guy like Tyron Matthew than have, get a third round pick or fourth round pick. Yeah, for him. I mean, I would I would trade away Kamara, and, uh, Michael Thomas. You could probably still get a return for Michael Thomas, like a fifth round pick, maybe. I mean, yeah, but how valuable is the upside that Michael Thomas could have compared to a fifth round pick? He did win Offensive Player of the Year over your man's Christian McCaffrey. That was that was a robbery. Now, real quick, um, bracketology. Um, I was thinking about doing a hashtag Packwatch bracketology episode, but that would be way too much work. So we're just gonna um, real quick. So obviously, a lot of automatic bids are already given. There's a couple more tournament games today, but at 6 p.m., the brackets drop. Jack, mm-hmm. this is where. Everything comes, this is what everything comes down to. And I'm so excited. So here are my sleepers, my tournament, the, pe- the people that I think could win the tournament, and potentially some high seeds that aren't going to do so well. Are you, are you ready? Yep. This is a big deal, okay? So what do you want first? What do you want, what do you want me to give you first? What do you mean? Like high, you want like sleeper teams, you want teams that are overrated. Give me, um... How about you give me one sleeper and one uh, surpri- uh, one uh, disappointing team? Okay. <sighs> okay. So a sleeper I got right now is um, I like Boise State a lot. Yeah, I'm going to give you Boise State as my sleeper. I think they're a very good team. I know they lost uh, in the semifinals. Um but they, uh, in their tournament, I'm forgetting what conference, but they're going to get that at-large bid at probably a 10 or an 11. Mountain West. Mountain West, yeah. They lost, um, but they're going to get that at-large bid, and I think they're a very scary team. They're very defensively sound. They are led by um, some pretty efficient scorers in their two in their backcourt. They have two guys, both double digits. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's my sleeping team. I think they can make some noise, obviously, we're not sure where they're going to be on the bracket, but like right now they're placed at the 10. 
they are playing Kentucky, which I think is a, that's a that's a scary team, a seven seed Kentucky. But I can see them, you know, making a Sweet Sixteen run. And then overrated, a team that I think is going to fall short is Duke. I really don't think they're that good. They suck. <laughs> um, yeah, I really don't think Duke's that good. I think the name really helps them. I also think a team like Northwestern, who is is, is a seven seed, they're not very highly ranked, but I, I really don't see them. Making out of the round of sixty-four, Duke, um, Duke just—I don't think they shoot the ball that well. They're not a very good team. I think the name recognition is bumping them up a little. And bit. And the fact that they won the ACC. Yeah, they did win the ACC, but I—I I thought that I—I I mean, I'm still taking Miami and Virginia, UVA over them, even though they beat both of those teams. Mm-hmm. I still like—I like Miami a lot. They're really good defensively, but. Um, yeah, and then some teams. I, I mean, I don't really like any of the ACC teams besides Miami, maybe. I don't love UVA. The rest, the rest of them have problems. I mean, yeah, true, 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 true. Um, let me give you the teams that I think can win it. You ready? Mm-hmm. I got a list. Uh, let's see, let's see. I have a list of like eight guys, eight, eight teams, nine teams that I think can win it. And here we go. You ready? I think Kansas can go back to back. Yeah, I think Purdue can win it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will, but I think they can. I think Houston can win it. I think Creighton can win it. Okay. I think they're playing the best basketball they have all season, which is true, and I think they can win it. I think Texas can win it. Mm-hmm. I think UConn can win it. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama can win it, and I think Marquette. Those are my teams. What? Uh, it's like ten teams. What, who have you left off from the? Um, I'm leaving off UCLA. Okay. I'm leaving off, you know, Tennessee, even though they're not Baylor. Um, leaving off UCLA is crazy. I don't. They really haven't played that that many good teams. I, I think Indiana can make some noise. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they can make some noise. Um, I don't know. I think. I think. I think the UCLA take is a little absurd. I think there's. I mean, they're a very talented team. I need to see them play some good teams. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I haven't... Arizona, I, I mean, Arizona's a good team, and they played them. I and mean, they lost. Yeah, about like two. True. Um, I mean, like... I don't know. I, I don't think they're... I don't think they can win. I don't think they can win. Um, they're definitely, like... They're a good team, obviously. They're, like... Uh, they. I think they might be a one seed, even though I don't think they will, but I think it's... If they if they won versus Arizona, I think they would have been a one seed. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. And then in terms of the bubble teams that I got, you know, I really don't want to like. I really don't want to see Michigan in it, and I don't want to see North Carolina in it. And I know Joe Lenardi has them as the uh, first four out or next four out, but like, it just really annoys me if the committee like puts Michigan in, and, and UNC in just because of their names. I don't. I don't think Michigan deserves to be in there. You, you think UNC does? I well, I think UNC certainly is talented enough to be in the. Yeah, I think they can make a run if they made it, but I think they might win the NIT instead. Um, I mean, it's. I would have to look at the other teams' resumes, but UNC's resume is not very impressive. Yeah, I mean, if you like included like playing some good teams close, then like sure. But like they, I mean, their signature wins over UVA, 
I mean, if they beat Duke, it'd be a lot more of a conversation. But, yeah, but it, but it's not. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's they're they're not gonna make it. But yeah, um, it's hard to say they don't deserve it when they're, um, I would say, a, a top thirty most talented team in the country. Yeah, but they can't play together. They're not. They're they're not winning games. They yeah. So like Bra- you, Brady Manick is sorely missed. Oh yeah, he he won he won the most out of any any uh, person in college basketball last year. He definitely because now you know it's the same team except Brady Manick. Mm-hmm. And like so, how like important was Brady Manick? Like, I mean, he just spaced the floor for them. Yeah, and he was the only person who could hit a three pointer consistently. Now we've got Caleb Love just chucking up bricks. R.J. Davis trying his best. Armando. Armando dropping like four points against Duke. <laughs> um, yeah. So who do you think can win it all? Besides. Who do I think can win it all? Yeah. Houston. Yeah. UCLA. Okay. Kansas. Okay. Alabama. Yep. Purdue. Okay. Texas. Yep. Arizona, I guess. I think we're overlooking UConn. Gonzaga? They cannot win the whole thing. Gonzaga. Look, underdog Gonzaga. Like they, the, they can't win the whole thing. I, I, I don't think they can. But I think UConn can. Uh, I'll give you that. I re- They're really good at both offense and defense. They're top 13 in both offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. So I don't see why they can't win. Um, Creighton really scares me. Or like like as like a good team, like a team that's gonna come in at like a six seed and just absolutely just destroy the three seed in the next round. But I mean, they just lost by like twenty to Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not X Xavier. It's Xavier. It's not X Xavier. It's Xavier. All right. <laughs> um, I think Crane's gonna make some noise. Um, I'm making twenty brackets tonight, probably. Twenty. Twenty five is the max. You're trying to get that. That uh, that bread, that perfect bracket. I am trying to get that perfect bracket bread, and I'm gonna get it this year. Um, I think that's all we gotta talk about, right? Yep, NBA. Um, the Timberwolves are so bad. The Hornets are failing to tank. The Lakers are surging. And I don't think it's gonna be the big of a deal. I I think I, I'm really I'm a fan of the Lakers. We'll see. We'll I talk. Think- we'll talk about it next week probably. Yeah. Or maybe we'll probably talk about March Madness also, but I think we'll 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 get a good segment of the NBA there yeah. next week. So I'm Zach Jewell. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Backwatch.